0: And welcome to a special holiday edition of the good the bad and the podcast the show where we normally take a movie genre and explore the best the worst and the ugliest example but where today and maybe next year even this could be this could develop into a series every christmas we're looking at adaptations of charles dickens's a christmas carol and today we have four different versions we are going to look at but before we do that let let's introduce uh, oh is it five yeah I hope I we, didn't miss one. We added one on there. I think you've seen it, though. But go ahead. Sorry. Okay. Continue. That's all right. Uh, so anyway, uh, I was going to say we should introduce our uh, co-hosts before we get into the versions. Charles, Kelly, how you doing?
1: Uh, doing great. Good. Very happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: Hi.
2: And I think we have a special person. I'm not sure what's going on there. We have a special person for those uh, that are just listening. Oh, we do. There it is. Hey, hey. Spooge. <laughs> cool all right howdy howdy I, I your, your Scrooge mcduck picture maybe I, I couldn't stop laughing I, I really couldn't it was like perfect um That's awesome. i definitely good don't to need to do you. the whole
3: podcast with the accident how are you kelly good great but you know what's funny is i don't think, is, I've, uh, I don't think I've, I've talked to you since you became a mom so congratulations oh, wow. like months and months later <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you thank you she's uh, she's six months now Wow, crazy, crazy stuff. I was just gonna say though that
2: uh, your Scrooge McDuck made me. It reminded me that um, I was watching a lot of these movies with Violet, and she doesn't know of the original story, and so in her mind they're all Scrooge McDuck. She's like, so, so. I told her (laughs) they were different versions of it, and she was like, "Why is Scrooge McDuck saying that?" She would say that even when we're watching the live action. (laughs) She thought the name was just Scrooge McDuck, (laughs) like they were based on the Scrooge McDuck cartoon or something. I don't know. (laughs) It's like, that's her, that's her point of reference. That just really cracked me up for every movie. It's like, why is Scrooge McDuck saying that? So, anyway.
1: I need to go back and watch that one. That's yeah. from the well, I mean, one, not, I
2: guess. We, there's, there's so many of them. Uh, uh, you know, as Mark said, we may make it an annual thing because we're looking at the list, and it's like, how do you even pick? And we picked four initially, and then we added a fifth one because... Mike really insisted we do it, and Kelly really insisted we didn't, and so it's just one of those (laughs) things I feel like we had to do it. I I won. (laughs) (laughs) But but yes, and uh, last year, if anybody watched it last year, you remember we did kind of a spicy challenge thing where we were, all. and I still have the bottle. I have not moved this bottle off my desk. We did the hot ones like bottles. (laughs) Nice. So I couldn't get anyone to do that with me again this
0: year. Nope. no, nope, We refused. No
2: Not even the special guest Mike here. He was like, no. <laughs> um, so what I've done, I have this. Now, this is uh, from Pluckers. I-, I got their hottest wings. And basically, if you can eat 25 of them, you get put on the wall. They take a Polaroid picture. So I've got a few of the wings. And for each one of these movies, I'm going to eat one of these. Um, and they are hot. So <laughs> I don't think they're anywhere near as hot as... Uh, this Apollo sauce was last year,
0: but we, should, you know, have you got crazy. some sauce right there, Charles?
2: Yeah, you it's just, just sitting right on, sit on there. Is it, man? It's supposed to be refrigerated. I really thought about that, but no,
0: I don't know. No, the heat kills everything.
2: <laughs> I don't know. No, you're good. <laughs> we have a doctor in the house. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Is there anything growing on this? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, because I did think about putting a little dab on there and just killing myself with the last one. <laughs>
0: Do I it, man. I mean, if so you don't, you're going to regret it this whole this whole you time. You
2: won't regretting. You Until guys won't year. even take, participate in this with me. <laughs> anyway,
0: and for that, I have no regret.
2: I will eat some of these. These are uh, my wife. Uh, they put the ranch in here, and she wanted some of the ranch, so I gave it to her, and it had a little bit of the sauce on there. And she, I guess, she didn't realize what what flavor it was, and she she oh, just kind of licked it a little bit. And she was like, ah, she started like freaking no. out. Oh, so gosh. It was pretty nice. awesome. I was like, I did not mean for that to happen. I was trying to be nice with the ranch. Um, <laughs> anyway, anywho, and I'm pretty sure I have another ulcer coming back or whatever. So this is going to be really fun.
0: It is going to be fun. <laughs> right before Just, Christmas dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ruin your taste buds. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So, speaking of an upset stomach, we should dive into these movies. Oh, nice! Um, You're a potato. <laughs> undigested. <a piece> He's <laughs> an undigested bit of beef. Yes. Uh, so right. let's see. So, what's the version? Are we? Did we add Scrooged? We did. We add Bill Murray.
2: Yeah. Oh, nice. Have you seen that one?
0: Uh, it's been a long time.
2: Okay. Well, this will mostly be. I don't know. I have. It's kind of a match up here in my head. So, we could contribute. All right. So we're starting yep. with uh the nineteen fifty one Christmas Carol, is that right? That's right. And by the way, we should we should say when did the book come out? Um eighteen thirty something, eighteen thirty six? I think it
0: was forty for, I think 43? it was um yeah, I think it was forty three, is that right? Mm. So like, they've been
2: that. I mean they've been making movie versions of this for a long time. So, um I, I don't know. I don't know what the earliest ones on our list were.
1: But, I think the fifty-one was the earliest, and then there well, is. Well, on this one list,
2: from, but as far as like what we were looking at, remember we had that uh, whole thirty-five. List of old, was thirty? Was that the oh, earliest? Oh, yeah, there yeah. were not any from the twenties? Not on the list. No. Okay, we'll, we'll have to look that up because if we continue it, we'll want to get some crazy ones. And um, I did
0: watch the nineteen thirty-five one, thinking it was the nineteen fifty-one one. <laughs> until so it got to the stupid end of it and the credits didn't say Alistair Sturr. That's though funny the, though,
2: because that picture you sent, us just had the wrong, t- it had it had his yeah. name
0: on it. It credited It, it, it listed MCU. Alistair Sim, and then it didn't. It was the wrong one. All right.
1: I was so, after you t- actually after you texted us that, I was so afraid of doing the exact same thing. I <laughs> checked it in every way that I could before I clicked rent.
2: <laughs> and before we jump in, I want to say, like, is there, out of these five, is there one, you don't have to tell me which one it is, but is there one that was a clear winner? And was there one that was like just garbage I'm just curious because for uh, me no. for me there were I think in this list there's two great ones and then um, I don't know some some kind of interesting ones that fill it out
1: yeah including, I, would including say... one, I
2: have one that I would say is definitely a bad and one that I would say is definitely an ugly
1: so mm. I don't
2: uh, I only know I what about have... a... I only have one that's ugly for me. I don't have yeah. one that's bad. There is one that's clearly bad, one that's ugly, one that's good, and then two that are oh, a lot of people don't like this Omeka stuff. And uh so, so I'm just I throwing that like out there. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if that. you guys felt so that'll that'll be interesting to talk about that. All right. So
1: Yeah, I right. two were really good and one was just my favorite of of those. And then the others were kinda like mm.
2: oh, I think we're on the same maybe on the same page, Kelly. Because mm-hmm, that's the way I, I felt so. there were two that were just like way ahead of all the others by far.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah. but there was one that i just i just don't like at all all right well
0: let's dive in guys that's a teaser all right so anyone got the synopsis for this one well i do and it's funny because you can read it kelly but aren't they all going to be the same pretty much except
2: maybe (laughs) yeah basically well let's say the year thing too
0: (laughs) yeah you want to go uh
1: yeah sure um okay so the first one a christmas carol nineteen fifty-one. Ebenezer Scrooge, a curmudgeonly, miserly businessman, has no time for sentimentality and largely views Christmas as a waste of time. However, this Christmas Eve, he will be visited by three spirits who will show him the errors of his ways.
2: All right. And here's the trailer.
4: surprised not unless you give me more time did i ask you for more time to lend you the money oh no sir then, why should you ask me for more time to pay it back hard and sharp as flint he was you ask bob cratchit about him this timid and intimidated little clerk is portrayed by mervyn john mrs cratchit by hermione Baddeley. the little lame boy the great-hearted tiny tim is played by glenn dearman michael horden gives a spirited portrayal of jacob marley the ghost who changes scrooge from sinner to saint Co starring with Alistair Sim in delightful character roles are Jack Warner and Kathleen Harrison. Don't be violent, Mr. Scrooge. So you force me to scream for the beetle. The beetle, madam? I <laughs> think for the beetle. A guinea? Here, what for?
0: So happy. And we are back with the trailer from 1951 Scrooge this was by far my favorite performance of Ebenezer I don't know if y'all agree but the like the chillingness with which she did those that opening scene was was really incredible like it actually made me feel cold uh you know it's like not a person I would want to be around interesting mm-hmm. but that's my that's my overall take from this movie is I mean it was pretty good it was i had accidentally watched the 35 version which was not great and then i was surprised when kelly because kelly had texted us about how the internet said this one was one of the better ones i was like what is she talking about and then i switched <laughs> over to this one i was like oh yeah the, the <laughs> cinematography was good there was a lot of dynamic camera angles and movement um so overall i enjoyed it i thought it was really strong
1: yeah me too i, d- I definitely oh, that's hot. sorry
2: sorry without... uh... <laughs> wing number one down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh it's a little hot not, not nearly as bad. I could talk though. Just wait.
3: Just wait. So, the thing about all these movies to me that is both interesting and frustrating is you know, it's an adaptation of a book, obviously. And it, whenever you try to, to adapt a book, you have to, there are certain things that are explained or, or, or described by sort of the narrator that you can't really translate that into film i mean you may do it visually but it's just not quite the same Mm -hmm. and and so you you wind up having to expand scenes and add scenes and sometimes especially in this one some of the stuff that they added were really interesting they added um the the whole idea and some of the christmas past parts a lot of backstory to scrooge that's just not in the book like uh the idea that scrooge's father had abandoned him and and sent him off to school because he was upset that his mother had died in childbirth and he he blames ebenezer for that and so he sent him off to school and then when his sister died and that's what turned him into this greedy miser and and in search of money because i guess he thought money could have saved his sister's uh life and and the whole uh business where um how, how Marley and Scrooge uh, had, had met each other early on was not in the book and, and how they, they swooped in and bought the company that, that Mar- uh, Scrooge had worked for. And then the, the, the scene with Marley and Scrooge on his deathbed. I mean, those were really fascinating additions. Um, and again, Charles had told me, hey, this is supposed to be one of the most faithful adaptations. And it was very faithful to the tone and the idea but the, all this this stuff early on in the movie were like, wow! They really expanded. They really thought about how this character would be. It wasn't just we're just going to take these scenes that Dickens wrote and translate them to the screen.
2: I and I really like those. Actually, they gave him a lot of depth. Mm. Um, the the especially because it made me wonder. I was like, oh, is that because I I I've read the book. I just can't remember it. But it made me wonder: is any of that in the book? Like, is it about his sister? You know, dying of childbirth and all that? I was like, Cause that's really fascinating stuff. Because in the other versions, they never really give a good reason why he doesn't like his nephew other than he fell in love.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't, I can't recall the exact runtime of this one, but adding, adding those little bits that just reinforced it and made it stronger didn't add a ton of time. It didn't add, it wasn't like anything else was sacrificed to the cutting room floor to leave room for those things. It was still a pretty crisp pace I thought um and
2: they felt like so yeah. they belong there they really did they, they didn't yeah. feel like just crazy out of the blue kind of things
1: and I I loved I definitely loved Alistair Sims performance as well I he everything you said Mark earlier about him being extremely chilling even in the beginning and I love how the acting for that part was it, it was sort of it was almost maybe not understated is not the right word, but every other performance that I can even think of, most of the time uh, for Scrooge is dialed up to eleven, and he's it's almost cartoonish, like a caricature of how this evil money grubber would be. But this guy, he just seemed like a normal person who was really cruel. It didn't he didn't seem and the the only thing the only <laughs> the only thing that would make me dial back that praise just a little bit is it the end i thought he went a little bit too far in the other direction with the, the giggling and the cackling and the see hee-hee-hee.
2: i actually i was gonna say i i liked his performance on both sides of it i thought he was great at the beginning because it wasn't too campy he mm-hmm. he seemed like a genuine person that just was that mm-hmm. upset and that bitter about it and at the end i loved how how silly he was. Especially when she's asked she's freaked out by him on the stairs and he's yeah. laughing at her. That that just that, that cracked me up. It really did. So well it
0: hit me watching that scene this time around, how startling that really would be if you knew somebody that was that terrible and miserly overnight change like you would just assume they were stroking out or like something you know it's like what has happened to this man
2: (laughs) right but i feel like out of all the movies it did it the most realistic way like they really would be freaked out by him and it's i don't know it was it's just a great performance i thought and then this is this is one of the two movies that i thought was you know far and above just the the others so Mm -hmm. this
0: and i like the i like the stuff dr mark was saying about uh, Marley and going back and kind of filling out the character study of Charles Dickens because Marley always seemed like an odd one-off. Like he he is a ghost at the very beginning, and then we never really see. We see him at Fezziwig's a little bit in the book, and but then he kind of disappears. And this kind of brings a little more importance to the to the Marley character, who is obviously super important because he was Scrooge's partner, and uh, you know he's the he's the uh, mentor guiding him in on this journey, setting him off on the journey, but. That was kind of cool. Yep.
3: Anything yeah, else? One other thing. Oh, okay. One other thing they added that I thought was really cool was um, when it, I think it was the very beginning of the the goes to Christmas present. Um, they show up and and there's Scrooge's um, ex fiance who is in, in like a homeless shelter or something, um, which again was not not in the book. But it really reminded me of Scrooge, the Bill Murray version. It's not really exactly the, an adaptation of The Christmas Carol, but it's obviously very, very heavily inspired by it. Um, mm-hmm. But the idea, you know, um, oh, I, I can't think of the, the, the female lead in that. Uh, but, you know, she works at a homeless shelter. And I wondered if that was where that idea came from, was this, this early version, this early film version.
1: It wouldn't surprise me. Oh,
2: yeah. That would make sense. She, and she I'm trying to think of her name. She's the one from Indiana Jones, right?
3: Yeah, and I'm just blanking on yeah. her name.
1: I just, it's Claire. is her character's name, right? Right. I can't remember the actor's name either.
3: Um, two seconds and I'll come up with it. But
1: Karen, Karen Allen.
2: Yeah, Karen, Karen. Allen. And, and Maren from Indiana Jones. Or Marion, whatever
0: her name is. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't realize that nice well
1: should we move on to the next
0: one yeah the last thing I was going to say about this before we do move on was the scene where tiny Tim is watching the toys in the toy stop, those are some of the creepiest toys There was like it a re- shrunken head guy playing it reminded me of
2: Santa Claus you remember that when it's the, I don't know if you guys remember that when it's like the devil pitch the devil yeah, is like yeah, yeah. outside the window yeah. I mean it was shot kind of in a similar way it really was I, and it makes me wonder like Since they were both made in the 50s, I wonder if that the Santa Claus was intentionally trying to rip off of that one.
1: Craziness. No telling.
0: (laughs) All right. Do we need a synopsis for this one or it's... uh, Go ahead. I said, do we need a synopsis for this 1971? It's basically Christmas Carol, but with songs. Yeah. We need a synopsis. (laughs) You can
2: have a synopsis. I'm I'm transitioning us, though. Now we're in color.
0: Do-do-do. Yay! 1970s were good. Uh, So, who's reading it? I'll I'll read it. A musical retelling of Charles Dickinson's classic novel about an old bitter miser taken on a journey of self-redemption, courtesy of several mysterious Christmas apparitions.
2: I'm just hitting my mic here, don't mind me. Alright, so, and here is the trailer. What the
4: Dickens have they done to Scrooge? I hate people. And I don't care if they hate me. Ebenezer Scrooge has been keeping Christmas his own special way ever since Charles Dickens created him 127 years ago in A Christmas Carol. Now Cinema Center Films has taken this beloved story of the meanest man in the world and made it into a new musical delight called Scrooge. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. I may send up for Dutch, but my delight is such. I feel as if I lose him always won. Robert Finney makes magic happen, playing Scrooge as both an old miser and a young charmer.
1: Ines is standing beside me, I can see him, he can see me.
4: Alec Guinness brings to life the role of the late Jacob Marley. You don't believe in me, do you? No, I don't. Why do you doubt the evidence of your own eyes? You're an hallucination. Probably brought on by a, an undigested bit of beef, or a blub of mustard, or a crumb of cheese, or an old potato. Edith Evans plays the ghost of Christmas past, and Kenneth Moore is the ghost of Christmas present. Nineteenth-century London comes vividly alive in a blaze of song and dance. December 20th, correct. Ask anyone, call Robinson
0: or Brown or Jones or Smith. Their favorite day, and they will say, December
4: 20th, correct. And what version of a Christmas carol would be complete without Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim? The world is pretty as a dream.
1: Christmas tree, Santa's, Christmas hope and joys
4: christmas puddings rich with christmas cream what the dickens have they done to scrooge they've made a musical for the pure joy of it
0: are back with 1970 yep uh yeah so that's a trailer for that movie which was (laughs) um which was made (laughs) this is this it's like a halfway between bad and ugly for me yeah this is an ugly Uh, one for me so you still have a bad one charles Mm -hmm. but we have we have scrooge too i wasn't taking that into account Uh, anyway so I, i was saying this during the break but The worst part about this movie for me was when they started off with Scrooge singing in a musical number during his grumpy time at the beginning. It was like, well, that undermines the entire nature of his character to have him happy and singing a musical number. Um, So it already set this weird scene of like this Scrooge character who is almost half like a he, he seemed like a pouty child. The first half of the movie in his when he was in that mode, it was he was like. He had that Albert Finney pout, and was just—I don't know—didn't didn't seem cold at all to me. It just seemed kind of like a funny old man who was who was unaware I, of himself. I actually—I
2: I thought he was terrible in the movie. Like I, he was my least favorite out of these out of the Scrooges. Oh, he's
0: just one hundred percent. I agree. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I just—I didn't understand the voice. like it's—I think that's what, kind of what you're talking about. There was that kind of kid voice he did. And especially when he was like, you know, drinking from the cup of whatever human, uh, that sounds weird when I say it like yeah. that. But the, the, that whole voice he did, was what's it called? The cup of uh, man's goodwill, and man's good cheer? It
3: was, it was the, the milk of human kindness. There it is. There it is. And, and at one point he starts to get sour again and the ghost is like, no, drink more of this. And he's like, look at me, I'm drunk. I, oh, I hated that. That was so yeah. like painful to watch. Um, I, But
2: you know what? I actually, I really like the makeup because i i thought it was you know he looked way different when he was younger um that they did a really good job of that but but when he was older he looks like trump and i i, I couldn't <laughs> get that out of my head All i guess i just kept seeing trump talking about you know all this stuff yep so did anybody else well, besides we, yeah i know you did mark Did to, did you guys think that at all when you were
3: or is it just me I, I didn't see it when I was watching it, but after you mentioned that, as you, as you played the trailer here, I was like, oh, yeah, it does kind of look like Trump.
2: But I didn't really catch weird. it at the
3: time. Oh, I didn't even notice we, Kelly. We, Kelly's gone. Where did Kelly go?
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. I was like, why is it Kelly talking? <laughs> She's just gone. She has an empty window there.
0: She had to step out, I think. Oh, okay. Probably baby we, stuff. Uh,
3: yeah. We, we really have to talk about the, the, the Christmas future part of this movie. I mean, it was it was pretty faithful up until the Christmas future. And I, I thought it was the, the, the scene where he shows up at his own front door and there's a whole crowd of people there who are indebted to him and they're all having a party um, because Scrooge is dead and that means they're all out of debt and they're tearing the pages out of his ledger book or whatever. And he is oblivious and doesn't realize even when they drag his own coffin out of the front door right behind him he doesn't catch on and that was okay it was clever it it was in keeping with the spirit of the movie and and again it was something new and different and that was the best song in the movie because I didn't really
2: like the songs for the most part but that song actually I thought was really well done it was yeah it was catchy and clever
3: that was that was a good song and and most of these songs were pretty pretty bad and forgettable yeah but then he falls down the grave and ends up in hell (laughs) and it wasn't just like a flickering Oh, I'm scared of being in hell. It was like this extended scene where uh-huh. Marley's showing him around and hey, we're gonna put you in, you're gonna be Lucifer's personal clerk and all this easy stuff. <laughs> I mean, you, it so, was just like
2: I hadn't seen it yet, and you texted me and you were like, This is like the Santa <laughs> Claus movie. So it piqued my interest, I was like, Yes, let's watch that. <laughs> and 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 it is. It is like the sequences in hell at the beginning. It's very again like i mean but this one came out after so you i don't know it's just funny how these all kind of relate in that way but it was weird bizarre sequence i but i do i do like the idea of him going to hell i think there's something interesting in that even if it's not true to the book um because yeah i mean it wasn't
3: it wasn't a bad way to tell the story i mean i always feel like this part of the story I mean, it it hinges on the the whole Ghost of Christmas Future thing hinges on the idea that Scrooge is dead and he's he doesn't realize that he's dead and he's eager to see himself and find out where he was. And and it's like, oh, no, he's dead. And he's so shocked that he's dead. Like, do you not realize that at some point we're all going to die? I mean, I don't understand why that is so scary. I think, oh, I'm going to be in hell because of all these poor choices I've made in my life is a much more compelling reason for him to want to change his ways. Hundred percent. That's um, exactly that's exactly why under-head. I liked it when he
2: when he fell in. I was like, okay. But then, yeah, it, they just they just handled it really poorly.
3: <laughs> but when the yeah when the four shirtless uh, executioners come in with these giant chains and, and start chaining him to the desk or whatever, it was just like this is so weird. <laughs> this big burly. Sweaty I expected man. to have. You know, like the little person in a in a in a pitchfork with a little devil costume come around and dance on his head or something. It was just so bizarre. It is weird.
2: I agree. I agree. <laughs> but that 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 alone makes it kind of an ugly movie for me because it was just so out of left yeah. was bizarre. And like I said, I like the song, but I just I just could not. I, and even Alec Guinness as Marley it was, was so weird. bad.
3: He was it, so bad.
2: Yeah, he was. It was. was what so was with bad. the walk he was doing? Like he was like an octopus <laughs> slithering yeah. in. What know. was that?
1: <laughs> I had that exact same reaction to him, though. And the way he was shaking his chains, he—I don't—he was like a, a ghost dandy. It almost seemed, like,
0: seemed <laughs> yeah. like
1: a fancy ghost. Well, it reminded me of
2: <laughs> it reminded me of Marlon Brando in uh, Doctor Moreau. <laughs> that, when he had that that figure on his head, like that wrap. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's, yes. uh, it was just—it's like I I can't look at Obi Wan the same way. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> that was so dumb. I didn't. Well, he, he was just so over the top. He now in the hell sequence, it made a little more sense because, but he was almost like giddy that Scrooge was in hell with him, which kind of contradicts his character, right? Like, he's is he? I don't know. It's supposed to be like trying to save him, but he seemed like he was happy that he was going to be joined by Scrooge.
1: Yeah, that didn't strike me at the time. But now that you say that, that doesn't make sense.
2: But I did wonder if it was like all an act. I mean, I wonder if he was like trying to. I don't know, but it's still it's bizarre.
0: (laughs) We talk about the ending where he's dressed as Santa Claus, singing a song (laughs) and giving out gifts like Father Christmas said. He likes life. And he shows he up he,
3: and he shows up at Bob Cratchit's house and they're like, don't recognize him. He pulls right. his beard and like, "Oh, right.
1: Yeah, that one and- little <laughs> centimeter of skin really sold out.
0: <laughs> My favorite part was he gives Tiny Tim this huge merry-go-round toy that takes up literally yeah. like half their house. <laughs> like, what is he going to do with that? Why wouldn't you give them like <laughs> cash and food? And I mean, he does, but, you know, it's like is that really what tiny Tim needs is a huge merry-go-round like three feet across. No, it kind of dragged on at the end. I was like, all right, let's, uh, yeah.
1: but it has
2: pretty good this reviews. Musical number like uh, it, it's, you know, it's apparently a well-reviewed movie. That song was nominated for an Oscar and, uh, it's insane. The thank you very much. Thank you okay. very much. But, uh, but, 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 but I was, cause I, I just expected it to be awesome. I really did. Cause I like Albert Finney a lot and, it's just,
1: woo.
0: No. I did not enjoy this movie, no. no.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not sure you guys, I don't know if you, I, I had to step away for a second, I don't know, you might have already g- g- talked about this, but the fact that he was clearly a young person made up to look like an old man, why did they do that?
2: See, I said I liked the makeup. I did. I just said he looked <laughs> like Trump.
1: It. He did... He, he did. He did. Is that Mark? Is that why you're talking Trump, Trump. about? Yeah. Trump. Nice.
0: It was uncanny. Charles had told me beforehand, and so I was already ready for it, so I couldn't unsee it. That, but he did, and just the way he was—he he kind of pouts. He's like this pouty.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way he's. Just, to, yeah, <laughs> the staring out the window and everything else. I'm
1: like, that looks just like Trump. So, but- Even his his speech affectation is vaguely Trump like. So parts yeah, of it, but the
2: the voice, like the the tone eventually got weird. Like we were talking about um after he was drinking from the cup how weird he started sounding. And <laughs> I, I didn't I was like, Yeah, that's a little bizarre, but I like life. Like whatever he was <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but um
1: Well but, we were talking before about how alistair sim played it so naturally and like a normal person who was evil this this <laughs> is the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> he
2: wasn't he wasn't good on either side of it uh but no but but again i really i did like the makeup because um it was i don't know I, I at first i did not realize and this is i just didn't know but i didn't realize it was him playing both parts to me that's how different they looked like when they were when he was screaming at himself in the window, which actually I did like that scene, by the way, when he was when he was calling himself a fool or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just really thought the makeup did because he was in his early 30s, if not late 20s when they made this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, but yeah, he's a fantastic actor. Otherwise, I don't I just don't get this.
1: Yeah, he somebody somebody was just whispering in his ear, bad advice, I guess.
2: And George Lucas must have been watching. He's like, "That's my, that's my Jedi. That's, that's what yeah, that's I That's gotta be. <laughs> that's the perfect
0: <laughs> Look at the way he daintily flings those chains around. Put a lightsaber in those hands and got ourselves a masterpiece.
2: It's <laughs> bizarre. All right, are we All right. done making fun of this amazing movie. Um, I guess. Sure. It's uh, but it has a, it's, it came out with like a 50th anniversary thing last year. <laughs> it's appropriate Man. for the pandemic 2020 50th. Okay. Anyway, uh let's move on to Scrooge, which is the one
0: that we added in. And I missed that that part on the text, the group text, And so I, I apologize. I didn't watch this, so I'll be kind of but, dead, it, but I'll yeah, watch But it if straight. you've seen it, um I've seen it before. Yeah. yeah. All right? Uh, is anyone doing the synopsis or does
2: which is I think I have it. okay, Because this one is a little different Yeah it's a little more of an
0: adaptation
1: Okay this one The, the IMDB synopsis is not very um, Telling but it says A selfish cynical television executive Is haunted by three spirits bearing lessons On Christmas Eve
2: Alright and here is That
4: trailer
1: 7 o'clock, Psycho sees Santa's workshop, and
4: only Lee Majors can stop them in the night the reindeer die. Be here. You can't show that commercial. That thing looked like the the Manson family Christmas special. I think I'm way off base? Yes, you're you're a tad off base, sir. Frank Cross is more than the youngest network president in television history. Call security. Uh, Have uh, him change his locks and toss him out of the building. Oh, he's fired? It's Christmas. Thank you. Call the county. Stop no. his bonus. i oh, watch you out. He's a thoughtful boss. Thanks, boys. Get the nurse. A generous brother.
1: What did he give you last year?
4: I don't remember. A shower curtain. Mm-hmm. Did you him? Yeah, I think he dropped something here. And a true humanitarian. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. We tried crazy glue. Maybe tried staples. But his life is about to change. <laughs> That was a good one. You are going to be visited by three ghosts tomorrow at noon. Yeah, tomorrow's bad for me, Lou. As a matter of fact, the whole rest of the week is a wash-up. Anyone who thinks he hates Christmas is wrong. <laughs> Come back to Jersey, you moron! <laughs> it's ghosts he hates. I love that (laughs) bitch! I'm the ghost of Christmas (laughs) presents! Oh, God. Karen Allen. You sounded like you'd seen a ghost. A Ghost. John Forsythe. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. Hey!
2: You glad to see me, or is there a shotgun in your pocket? <laughs> you know this one. <laughs> everybody knows this one. Let's go
4: now. Yeah, does everybody know this one? <laughs> Carol Kaye. Gonna... Robert Mitchum. I really care! David Johansson. Oh, I'm having the to stay See Bill Murray get Scrooged. Hey, back off, big man. Let me work with the checks, but not with me.
0: Alright. We're back, Charleston. Yeah. That was 1988's Scrooged with Bill Murray. Uh, this is a great this is a fun movie. Come on, it's fun. It's Bill Murray and a bunch of funny actors. Nothing wrong with it, right?
1: He, I don't know what it is. It's not like he's never played this guy before, but Bill Murray as a Scrooge just doesn't work for me. He's too—I I don't know. He's too silly. He's too like I. I just think about Bill Murray and I think about what about Bob, and I can't <laughs> a picture him <laughs> as baby steps a jerk. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So the thing about Scrooge is not just that he's a jerk. I mean, the like the the Dickens character. He's he's a miser. He hoards money. He he'll he'll stomp on anybody to get money. He's cheap. Uh, that's one of the things I like about the uh, the Alistair Sim version. Is you know he's like or, or one of the versions. You know, cutting somebody's salary. You know, you can stay, but it's gonna you're gonna have to take a pay cut and all this stuff. And, and you don't get any of that with the Bill Murray thing. He's just a jerk to everybody. He's he's a social climber who wants to be, you know, the top of the the television game, and, and that's a different take on on Scrooge. And they obviously, you know, because it's sort of this love story about his relationship with uh, Old Mary and Ravenswood <laughs> that uh, he's he's uh, that that aspect gets played up, um, and that, and that I think is is very different but again this is not really an adaptation or a a, a retelling of that same story it's just sort of loosely based on it but the all some of the funniest parts for me are all the the things that they they do when uh um uh oh uh the when they're making the tv the tv show and i can't think buddy hackett as scrooge and he you know he he calls them sea urchins sea urchins instead of street urchins and um and the and the business about stapling the the, the antlers on the mice <laughs> and and the thing about the dancers and the and the the sensor who's all worked up about whether or not you can see the nipples and, and the two gaffers or whatever, like hey, you can hardly see them nipples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that that stuff just 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 makes me laugh. It's obviously like Hollywood yeah. show business people poking fun at all the Hollywood show business stuff and, and that makes the movie a lot of fun. The actual, you know, Scrooge and the Ghost stuff, um, it, it gets a little tiresome, you know. With uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the Ghost of Christmas Present. I'm terrible. I didn't look up any of these actors' names. Um, the lady was from that the one who
0: was that and the one just, who was in uh, Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, played the yeah, landlord. She's
3: great. I she, love her. And she's just, and she is, but but in this, she's just you know, after after about three minutes of her shtick. And, and beating the crap out of Bill Murray over and over again, it's just like, okay, let's go on to something else. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it just goes, but there are so many faces that you recognize, and they're all sort of these late 80s. You know, it's got Bob Goldthwaite and yeah. all these people. Um, and it really does feel pretty dated, but in a, in a nostalgic way for me, because I, I saw this as a kid and uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. And so you're going back to all these these faces that you've seen a million times and character actors that you don't know what you've seen them in, but mm-hmm. there they are. The, the little old man, the, uh, the homeless guy who gets frozen, um, you know, was in two or three movies around that time. And it's just like this weird face that you just know. And I have no idea who he is,
1: mm-hmm.
3: but I, 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 you know, I, I was, when, when Charles said, Hey, you want to come do this podcast, we're going to talk about versions of, of this movie. And I said, well, I can't wait to talk about Scrooge. He said, well, we're not doing that because <laughs> Kelly hates it. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> Kelly hates it. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll walk that back. Hate is kind of a strong word. I don't hate it. And I can see like your, your comments. I can I can definitely see. But we, we were sort of during the break, we were talking. Um, Mike and I were saying that, you know, he had a lot of love for this movie as a kid. And I I did not see it when I was a kid yeah I saw it only for the first time a couple of years ago so i it doesn't have that sparkle for me the way that I think it probably would have if I had longer associations with it but um yeah, and yeah, I was and the so-
0: one I was the one who had originally advocated for this one and I knew you all might not like some mecca and I was like we got to do this mecca one because it's the Meccas one <laughs> and uh, but I had seen this as a as a kid too or a younger you know a younger teenager and it was, it was i love it i just i mean bill Murray come on it's hard not to love anything he's in. <laughs> Charles, you've been kind of quiet.
2: Well, I want to read you uh, Roger Ebert's part of his review. For this.
0: <laughs> he's been he's been sitting on it just waiting for, <laughs> for us to prompt to cue him in. All right, come on. Let's hear it.
2: All right. Scrooge is one of the most disquieting, unsettling films to come along in quite some time. It was obviously intended as a comedy, but there is little comic about it. And indeed, the movie's overriding emotions seem to be pain and anger. This entire production seems to be in dire need of visits from the ghosts of Christmas, and I agree. I hate this movie. Um, this is my bad one. And, wow. Uh, uh, there's I I, I do Would like have... little spoofs, the Lee Majors at the beginning, um, but I just there's almost nothing in this movie that I find funny. Even even when I was younger, it's uh it's a bizarre movie. The 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 ghost of christmas present just that whole sequence sucks it's like why are we doing slapstick comedy uh i do like the ghost of christmas past the cab driver but it's it reminds me of uh al from uh quantum leap and that maybe that's the only reason i like yeah, yeah, yeah. it um but uh, i just i don't like any of it like uh, like i just I, I bill murray in this role is weird to me I, I mean i can appreciate the idea of them uh you know it's there's a lot of opportunity there but I just just did not like it and I and that's why I went back and was like well what did the critics say at the time because am I just way off base was a Superman no no they hated it so and it's a Richard Donner film which is weird too because he did the Lethal Weapon movies and all that and it's anyway just thought I'd throw it out there I'm glad we added this but I was actually hoping Kelly would hate it a little bit more with me but oh sorry Charles (laughs) it's all good it's all good we'll uh I stand by it. I just I don't like this movie. It's girls. This is this is Christmas, man. It's it's not a time for hate. It's a time for love. Yeah, so don't show anybody this movie. It's (laughs) if
0: you love them, don't let them watch this movie.
2: Well, and his and his whole rant at the end is bizarre. And okay, and even even if it's a goofy movie, the fact that there's a guy with a shotgun in the control room—that's weird to me. (laughs) Uh, There's. I mean, he's trying to murder Bill Murray. Like at the end, that's a whole bizarre sequence. Isn't it? <sighs> yeah. And that, yeah. But and actually, I think Bill Murray ended up doing this kind of movie better in Groundhog Day because I think that movie has, especially like the, with the guy frozen, and he, you know, he that's when he kind of a turning point in this movie for his character. It's the same for the the old man in the alley in Groundhog Day that keeps dying, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. And that's a big turning point for his character there. So I feel like I feel like. Bill Murray could have been great in this role. I just, I just don't know what happened.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good point. I like, I like him in Groundhog Day a lot, and it's not too dissimilar. But what did you say? Which one came first, Groundhog Day or the,
2: this, this one? one? Groundhog Day was early. Now I would say like '93. Yeah. Ni-
1: okay.
2: Yeah. And so this is, this is, I mean, this is like maybe five years earlier, if that. Um,
1: so he was warming up. He yeah, he's coming into to it. Yeah.
2: Well, he hadn't, uh, I was looking up, he hadn't made, uh, like, apparently Ghostbusters in 84 had been his, like, last big movie, and so this was kind of him coming back into it a few years later. But, yeah. I mean, i say there's not funny parts in it. Again, I, I do think there are some funny things. I just, uh, my wife had never seen it, or she didn't really remember seeing it, So, and she hated it, too, and I was like, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Like, I, I mean, yeah. So
1: But I I just feel like we're in the minority on that because I I always think of this as being a pretty beloved Christmas movie. I do too. I
3: really I've 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 always been in the minority on it. Like I'll I'll be honest. I think it's one of those movies that people like the idea of and they they remember it fondly. And when you sit down and watch it it's like, "Eh, this isn't really as good as I remembered. But I you know, again, for me there's enough that I that I do like about it that I'm sort of willing to just sit through the bad stuff and and
2: well really I, and I like all the parts I you love. I like all the parts you mentioned too. I mean, I really did the, the antler things funny and Buddy Hackett was cracking me up. And, it, and, 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 and it,
3: you're right. You mentioned Lee Majors. The Lee Majors thing at the beginning is so that's hilarious. my favorite part. Like and with Santa far, and everybody goes Lee Majors. You've been a real good boy this year, Lee.
2: <laughs> that, that's my favorite part of the movie by far. But Buddy, so, uh, after so Buddy Hackett is the Sierra thing. Like, yeah, exactly. But Buddy Hackett, he says the sea urchin thing, and it made me wonder, because um, he, he was also in uh, the voice in Little Mermaid, with the, the sea urchin witch oh, thing, and I gosh, wonder, yeah. I know this movie came out like the year before, but I wonder if that was some tie-in, like at all. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm sure he'd recorded the audio for Little Mermaid at that point. Anyway, I
3: thought I, that was very I never realized that was Buddy Hackett's voice. Yeah, what, the, what's uh, the name of the, 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 the seagull?
2: Yeah, whatever he is. Uh,
3: guttle? guttle,
4: yeah, yeah, it's guttle. Yeah. That's
2: it. That's yeah. it. But it, but he he, he they, they they the witch is a sea urchin, right? So I don't know. Yep. I just thought that that's was funny. really when I heard that I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, she's an octopus. She's not a sea urchin. But doesn't he call her a sea urchin in the movie? Doesn't don't? Oh, call maybe yeah. Sea witch. Sea witch. I thought he said sea yeah. urchin. Anyway, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't connect at all. <laughs> but in my head, it certainly does. And <laughs> that's all that matters, right? Exactly. All right, so we we done uh, talking about this piece of crap. Uh, okay, sorry. Whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hey! hey Christmas. You, family you're conference. not gonna like what I have to say about the next two movies, Charles. Oh,
0: well, well, let's, <laughs> well, let's see.
2: I, I don't know if you noticed, but I have a, a movie in a frame. Right I here. noticed. All right, that's
0: as that's as good a transition as ever to talk about 1992's The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> okay. Who's got the synopsis? I'll read it. The Muppet characters tell their version of the classic tale of an old and bitter miser's redemption on Christmas Eve.
2: The best one on our list. Here's the trailer.
0: He was the
4: greediest man alive.
1: It's Ebenezer Scrooge.
4: Until the night he met someone extraordinary. Hello. The Muppet Christmas Carol
2: to Mr. Scrooge, even though he is odious and <laughs> stingy mm-hmm. and badly dressed. <gasps> Humbug.
4: Uh-oh, Deggles, Mr. Humbug. Deggles, Mr. Grim Do you think it's safe for us to be up here? Yeah! I gave a prize for being made. The winner would need him. Yes, Mr. Cratchit. Uh,
3: uh, if you please, Mr. Scrooge. The bookkeeping staff would like to have an extra shovel full of coal for the fire.
4: Are such a frozen.
0: How would the bookkeepers like to be suddenly unemployed?
4: He This is my island in this. It's Charles Dickens' classic tale. Whoa! As only the Muppets can tell it. It's good to be heckling again. It's good to be doing anything again. Filled with holiday warmth. Hey, 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 hey! Like the lamb, not the rat. Like the lamb, not the rat. And Christmas spirit. <sighs> Jacob Molly! Oh, that's scary stuff. Hey, should we be worried about the kids in the audience? No, it's all right. This is culture. This is the movie to see, to share to cherish with someone you love thank you for making me a part of this Walt disney pictures presents from jim henson productions the muppet christmas carol god bless us
3: everyone whatever
0: all right there you have the muppet christmas carol um charles you i mean you you came out and said it before the trailer, even. Best one on our list? You stand oh, by to that? Get, I had
2: to get out ahead of it, yeah. Um, that's... This is... I mean, I, I, I love the, uh, the one from 1951 a lot. That was my first time seeing that one. But this has always been my favorite of this story. And, you know, you, you, I think, uh, Mike, you mentioned that it's, like, hard... Uh, Kind of put all that narration or whatever from Dickens, but I think they solved that really well by having
3: having, having Charles Dickens narrator. Yes. really works I, yes, as I Dickens.
2: Agree. I just thought that was brilliant. Like I, I, mm. I really do love this movie. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know how close it is to the book, but I have to imagine that a lot of the narration was straight from it. Um, the, uh, I the humor works for me. I think Michael Caine is an amazing Scrooge. Um, mm-hmm. Again, on both sides of it, he was very believable in the beginning and he's very believable at the end. And he, I, I was reading a quote from him. He basically said he was going to play it serious. He was going to play it as if it was Shakespeare, like didn't care that the Muppets were there. He was not going to do anything silly. And, yeah, no. and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's brilliant, personally. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like the uh, I, I think the all the ghosts are really good in this one. The The, um, the creepy kind of floating Muppet. Uh, for ghost it was of Christmas a past. little
0: Uncanny Valley for me with the Christmas Past ghosts. Um, I like that. Just f- I did. Yeah, it was. I mean, it works as a ghost and you supposed to be a little unsettling.
2: But OK, so to that point in, in the in the book, um, what what are the ghosts like? Because it seems to me that in all the movies, the Ghost of Christmas Present, except for Scrooged, is kind of a big guy, big bearded guy. And then, yep. uh, mm. but the, the Ghost of Christmas Past seems to change in all of these movies.
0: Um, yeah, it's different in every single and one so what is the book <laughs> yeah it's the closest to the zemeckis one it's it's a flame it is it's a candle flame and it just stays yeah okay from what i recall is that dr mark you seem to have read it fairly yeah, I read it like two years it's, ago
3: it's 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 a it's a person that looks old and young at the same time he talks about how he looks like a like an old man, but with s- smooth skin, fine features, like a like a, a like a child, and it's small. Not like a little person, but like he's standing far away. So he's like a, a full-grown person that seems far away, and that's why he seems small. But then, the, yeah, he's like a, a, a on his head, a, a big thing of light shoots off his head, and he he holds like a like a candle cover, like a little metal cap that they would put on a candle to extinguish it yep. he holds that as a hat and scrooge is like put out your light you know cover up your your light and he was, would, would you put on my light so soon and all this kind of stuff so yeah that's exactly what it is and it's weird because i think that that doesn't translate terribly well um into into a purely visual medium you have to explain what it is we're seeing and that's why the so all these different movies sort of say well, we'll there's a ghost of christmas Past totally different. We can be sometimes it's a woman and sometimes it's a man and all sorts of things. Uh, the Ghost of Christmas Present is very much like we see in the Muppet one. Uh, you know this big bearded, shirtless guy and a giant in a in a in a big furry robe. And then of course the you know the Ghost of Christmas Future is the same everywhere because that's like the the iconic um, look. And so that one they don't even no, nobody really tries to change that one. Um. But, um, you know, I, my, my thing about this movie, I, I grew up as, like, the most intense Muppet fan ever. And this was the first movie that came out after uh, Jim Henson died. Yeah. And, and, and for me, while the spirit of it was there, I just got hung up so much on the, the voices not being right, of all of his characters not being right that, it, that I, it took me out of the movie, the, the first time I saw it. Um, the, I've seen it maybe twice or three times since then, and I just don't love it. Um, every time I watch it, I'm like, okay, there's more. It's better than I remember. And this time, you know, I, because I've now had 30 years of the, quote, wrong voices for Kermit, um, I've, I've become okay with all those wrong voices. And so this one, it didn't really bother me. I thought, yeah, this is pretty good. I don't know what my, my big hangup was, but man, when this came out, um, and I was, you know, however old eighteen or whatever, I was just like, "This isn't right. This isn't Kermit. Ah, I don't like this movie."
2: See, that's how I feel about the new stuff. Like the there's there's a new series on Disney Plus and some of the new Muppet movies, and I just I don't think Kermit sounds good at all. Um, so I so I know what I know exactly what you mean, um, but but I I feel like this Kermit's voice was close enough me but the other uh, what do you think of the new versions do
3: you have you seen any of the new movies or the new series yeah i mean you, every time i watch any of that stuff i'm just like well it's 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 funny it's good it's just not the voices aren't right and that's that's silly of me to get so hung up on it but you know again i i've had like three muppet records and i listened to them non-stop as a little kid so those voices are kind of ingrained in my head no yeah, i um, get it i get it and, and it, but it's, and it's but you Hinson, know what so you know what? I think I think the fact that they leaned on uh, Gonzo and Rizzo. I mean, it would have been really easy to make Kermit the Charles Dickens narrator. Yeah. But I think it's great yeah. that they didn't. You know, his his character is much more in line with um, with Bob Cratchit and that he's sort of this very pure, wholesome, but beaten down, downtrodden guy. Having having Robin be able to play Tiny Tim is perfect casting, and that works. And um, and 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 Rizzo and Gonzo are are funny because what a lot of what they do is so, so way out there, you know, crazy. Yeah. Well, that's well, the that cool part. Is, you that's know, why I love the Muppets
2: be... because it's like they're able to do silly, but it, for me, it's 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 always just fun. Like they do a yeah. lot of slapstick stuff in this movie with them falling out, getting hit by the windows. But I enjoyed it. Whereas the Scrooge one, I, I just kept wondering, why are they hitting each other so much? Like, so, <laughs> I mean, I know that's a different thing, but it's it's the same genre. It's all slapstick. And I, but I
0: it was all around it. Michael Caine's like brilliant performance. As you say, he did play it like it was Shakespeare. And it was it was a, a, a stroke of genius yeah. having yeah. them leave for the third act of the ghost. So they said, you know, it's.
1: We'll and so the they're finale. not having
0: that slapstick at the moment that it, that they need the most gravity, um, which was really cool.
1: That and, moment in the in the church or in the graveyard um, with when Michael Caine is is asking how, if he can sponge away the writing on the tombstone that was really I I that gave me chills. I thought that well, was well, and this great
0: this one. movie was was pretty scary. Like I was watching with my two. I've got a five and seven year old, and they were pretty freaked out when Marley right before Marley showed up. Or the Marley Brothers, I should say, in this in this version, and then at the end they were pretty creeped out by the the tomb scene. Like they, the, the director, what did great with the the suspense parts and treating it like it was you know an adult serious movie.
2: And it's Brian Henson, it's Jim Henson's son, which is really cool. Oh,
3: I I think that the 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 weakest part of this movie is the songs. I mean, Muppets yeah. have always had songs in their in their movies, and and I. I just I didn't I don't care for these songs. I don't like the 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 Marley song. Um it's just kind of weird. Yeah and it was. The, the the version I don't know which version you guys watched. Um Yeah. The, I know the one doing. that's on Disney Plus does not have the 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 long weepy song the with one. the the fiance. Yeah, and, um, they edited it out. That's weird. Well, okay. So I was reading about this cuz I watched it, I was familiar with that song and I was like wasn't there a song there? Wasn't there, like, a terrible song there? And so I'm watching it, and I went and looked it up, and apparently the original theatrical cut did not have that song, but they reinstated the it VHS for, like, did. the VHS and DVD. Yeah. And the VHS, Special features. VHS is the one I um, first saw, so
2: I, I I know the song. And you can – I think on Disney+, Plus they have it as an extra. You can go watch it now because apparently the footage was lost, the original footage – and they refound it or, or was it discovered recently? So uh, apparently, Brian Henson is working on like an anniversary thing for next year, a 30th anniversary, where they're going to put it back in and all that. So, because I think that song, uh, and, and it's my memory of it, I guess, because I haven't seen it in a while, but that song, but I, I think it really worked with the context of it and it
3: made it even better to me. Um, but to me, it's like, all the Muppets are off the screen. I'm watching this movie for the for the Muppets, not for the character, not for the human guest stars. Especially when that, I mean, the 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 fiance uh, isn't even like an actress that we know. I mean, usually when you have oh, so you like it with the stars song with the Muppets. I'm, I I don't like that song at all. That's that's and, interesting. Okay, I don't even
0: I don't like. I don't think I have liked a single Muppet song I've I've heard. This
3: is it's funny
2: because this is kind of a it's not a running gag because it's it's serious. But my my wife every she does she's not familiar with the Muppets at all. And so every time we watch a Muppet movie, including this one which we just rewatched, she turns to me and she's like, "Is this a musical?" Because she hates musicals, and 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 I'm like. And she's and I look at her and she's like, "Is every Muppet movie musical?" And I don't. Yeah, tell we her. didn't
0: watch a lot of Muppets growing up.
2: She's only seen a few of them with me. Look, I, I remember uh, we w- we went to see one of the recent Muppet movies and um and and it they were started singing and singing and singing. About thirty minutes in, she's like, "You didn't tell me this was a musical." <laughs> like, like yeah, have you not seen the trailers? <laughs> they sing in the trailer. <laughs> but I, I agree. I don't think. I mean, I, the songs were way better than the Scrooge songs. I thought, but. I, I some of them aren't the best, no. but I, I do like I like I like the songs. I, the Marley Brothers one's okay, but
3: I I, I don't know. I always I feel like... like such a bad Muppet fan because this movie is so beloved by by people your age who you know saw it as a kid, and I was just old enough that I was like, yeah, that's not the... that's kid stuff. I like Scrooge so a lot more. I always feel like <laughs> I in <you know>, the <laughs> I always feel like a. a bad Muppet fan because I just not like eh, I don't care this seems also
0: maybe it was the remastered or something but it seems really good for 92 like cinematography wise and production value oh it, it, like, it's
2: great it's fantastic yeah. I, I, I noticed that again too it's like the cinematography is very well
0: done I I, I mean I liked it a lot the, this seems uh, like a late 2002 aughts movie like 2009 2010 I agree well
3: that. no you don't think so no, I, I do. I think oh. they pulled out all the stops because, A, Jim Henson had just died. This was the first time to mm-hmm. do any, any Muppet anything. Yeah. They didn't want it to crash and burn, and they didn't want anybody to be able to say, well, you know, Jim would have made that better. And it was the first thing that Disney did with the Muppets. Oh, okay. Disney had, yep. had ownership of the, the characters. I the didn't world.
0: realize it was that so, early that they that They bought they
3: really Muppets? the Muppets.
2: Yeah, yeah they, they, they started uh, they, putting them on ABC not too long after that, right? Because in the in the nineties, Jim Henson sold the Muppets
0: to Disney before he died. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Was it? Yeah. I thought it was it much was, later.
2: It was the, the mid nineties. They had the revival on ABC. I remember that used to be like, yeah, TGIF part of the lineup or something. I, I, anyway, yeah. I, I, anyway, oh. I love the Muppets. I really do. I, I this this to me is probably. I mean, again, we've got so many versions to watch for Christmas Carol, but. Uh, I this version is probably always going to be my favorite.
0: Well, oh, yeah. um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kelly.
1: Oh, no, that's great. Um, I, I had never. I don't know how this is possible, but I had never seen this what? until for this podcast. And so I, apparently, I just wasn't watching a lot of Christmas movies back <laughs> back in the day. But uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, I was kind of expecting to not love it for the reasons that I. You know, I, I don't. That, that that happens a lot. Like, if I didn't see something that, it, that I feel like it reminds me of, like, I love Hocus Pocus. And I oh, introduced Zach to Hocus Pocus as an adult man. And he did not have the love that I had for oh, it. Oh, you do not
2: like that movie. At I had the all. same experience. High five
0: Kelly. to Zach, right there. Yeah,
3: right. High five to both I of you. I had the I same experience. That be... but...
1: So that's what I. Because I, I didn't grow up watching Muppets, really. I mean, I think I probably. I'm sure I did a little, but um, I don't. So I just watched it and I was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Kids movie, blah, blah, But I loved it. I thought, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I definitely, I, and I'll tell on myself and let you know that I watched three of these movies yesterday. So it was like I watched <laughs> the same movie three times. But Zach was like, he I watched this one last. And he was like, no, 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 it's fine. Even if you've watched three Christmas carols today, this is going to be the best one you yeah you want and it was i i loved it
2: so was it your favorite out of these 5
1: yeah it was
2: well, do you yep. think uh michael Caine was he your second favorite because i think you said you liked alistair sem more or uh,
1: uh, that's it's, that, cause
2: it's hard for me because i it, i think they're both fantastic in different ways
1: yes it's it's a it's a that's a difficult choice to make because i love I think Michael Caine also has the chilliness and mm-hmm. the, the cruel, just hard quality about him, but he, <laughs> so I said, Alistair Sim was too silly at the end yeah. of his version. I think Michael Caine wasn't silly enough at the end of it. Yeah, so Somewhere in yeah. between them would have been my ideal Scrooge, but yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he was fantastic, I thought. And I loved like, like y'all were saying earlier, I loved having Gonzo as the narrator. I thought that was really well done. Um, yeah, I, there were some things that they had to cut for the sake of the songs, I'm assuming. um, but because I don't think Scrooge's sister was in it at all and the part where he gets to come home from the orphanage and just little stuff that, you know, didn't yeah. make a huge difference. But I was like, oh, <laughs> i've seen this movie three times today where is that part you've seen a movie yeah. three
2: times i mean i've i've had to watch three different andy sedaris movies in the last two days <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like yep I don't, and mike
2: yep. i don't think Me you've too, seen, charles. i haven't posted a lot of those so i don't even know if you've seen any of that series mike that mark and i or marky and uh-huh. charlie are doing it's not well, he better he better be on he better have yeah. watched all three he's i need some help here charles i, I, I need some help and i haven't i haven't posted half. those but it's a Anyway, that's the double feature. After this, it's a we we basically took a break because Kelly we knew she'd be out a lot of this year, so we decided to watch guys movies, and they're just awful. Anywho, that was
0: painful. Um, All right, well, um, we should probably move from Charles and Kelly's favorite to my favorite on this list. Is that true? Yeah, one hundred percent true. Disney's a Christmas Carol. Oh man, An I animated looked, retelling. Of I Charles clicked Dickens on
2: I almost clicked on the wrong one. I almost clicked on uh, the Dallas Connection trailer.
0: Oh, no. No, no, that's the same. No. No, I know it's not the same. That's not what? a Disney production. I know. I know. I know. I got it. Okay, I'm ready. Are you going to read the synopsis? I was in the middle of it. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I just. No, Charles. I, I you know don't... you do what
2: you no, <laughs> no, we... no, if I'd have played that trailer, I think people would have been very upset with me.
0: That would be funny. popped up with the Andy Sedaris movie. Uh, This is an animated retelling of Charles Dickens' classic novel about a Victorian-era miser taken on a journey of self-redemption courtesy of several mysterious Christmas apparitions. And here we go.
4: You will be haunted by three spirits. I'd rather not. I am the ghost of Christmas past. Ah! Haunt me no longer! Season, the ghosts of Christmas past, present, <laughs> and future Get away! Get away! Will give one man that chance. <laughs> this November, Walt Disney Pictures and Image Movers Digital invite you to experience the classic tale like you've never seen it before the digital 3D, and IMAX 3D. Ah! Ah! Humbug.
0: Disney's A Christmas Carol. All right, that is the trailer for Disney's version which does not seem like much of a Disney version to me seems like kind of an odd uh production for them to put their name on this but 2009's A Christmas Carol I love I love man I love this movie and I I was a little worried when I suggested it because I hadn't seen it I think I saw it watched it two or 3 years ago and loved how um what's the word I'm looking for true it was to the original and uh and watching it again, the Moon's of Mecca sets is so perfect. And I think what I like about this is that I had it growing up. You know, Dickens. Actually, Dickens was is the reason I'm an English major because I read A Tale of Two Cities in ninth grade and fell in love with Dickens. And so that kind of set me on this path. And so I, I have kind of a an affinity for for his stuff. And I always, you know, watching movie adaptations, especially of longer books which tale of two cities is I was always really frustrated with what they left out and the stupid changes they made and the artistic license they took with the movie. And so I like with Beowulf and with Christmas Carol, um, I like that what he seems to be trying to do is literally just bring the book to life, like be as true as you can to the original story. And he adds some stuff and there's some over dramatic stuff in this, in this book, in this, in this version. Um, but for me it feels like it just feels like he brought something to life something something authentic and original uh by staying so true to it and he has all this freedom with the animation to to make it just look visually stimulating and and um i just love what he does with both of these and we you know we did that episode with beowulf um so i don't know maybe maybe i'm completely out of left field here and i'm on an island by myself but this was a fun movie to watch it's my favorite
1: that is so interesting. I, I completely appreciate...
0: <laughs> Thanks for being nice, Kelly. <laughs> so interesting, Mark. So Funny
1: you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree, but I love the things that you said. And I agree in the sense that I think he brought the story to life in a really vivid way. Um, my main thing that I just can't get past, and it's not even really a fault of this movie. It's just, I always feel this way about the uh, movies that have that style of animation. And I can't, I, I think I just don't understand it because it's like you, it, the, the, it has to be so expensive and so time intensive to, to, to 3d model all of like that level of realism without Really, at the same time, it's kind of not realistic. It's like very detailed without being mm-hmm. photorealistic. But it, I don't, I don't know why it needed to be so. uh
2: I, I, well, I, think I don't know. The company I went out of business. Actually, the Image Movers, because they did uh, the Polar Express, Beowulf, and this movie. And I don't, I think after this movie they went under. It was Robert Zemeckis' company, I think, unless I'm wrong on that
1: something about it is it's just distracting and i it doesn't it's, seem worth it
3: it's such it's such an uncanny valley type thing it's yep. like you've got this yep. in some ways it's hyper realistic and in other ways you know the, the the character design the characters are, are cartoony I and mean, jim carries jim goes out four inches from yeah. from his face and it's just stuff that's it's it's like really weird char- uh, animation design of the characters but at the same time you can Instantly tell that it's Jim Carrey. You can instantly tell Colin Firth and and mm-hmm. um, uh, some of the other big names that you you recognize in there. But then there are other characters where they they don't look like themselves at all. And you only when you see the credits, you're like, oh, that's so and so who's also playing these other two characters. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, the the animation is always like it, it's it's real, but it's not. I mean, the Polar Express is to me almost unwatchable because it's like just not quite not quite right you know it's not i haven't seen
0: it's it's been a while since i've seen that and i think i i think i remember not liking it and normally i would agree because i don't like the uncanny valley bad 3d animation in other movies but for some reason those two it just hits it it just hits for me And, and like i'm confused myself that i like them so much (laughs) <laughs> so I I don't disagree with y'all disagreeing with me but for some reason I don't know I just I
2: well, th- I actually really I, I like this
0: movie Mark I actually like this I going to say Thank you Charles You're this welcome. movie
3: does the thing this movie does well it does really really well and you'll be going along and you'll be totally invested in in the characters and the look and the feel and and then all of a sudden they'll go into a a what feels like a 15 minute action sequence and you're just like, okay, you're pandering to the six year olds in the audience. Okay, okay. Yeah. So with a that, with a that, three, that with 3D, 3D section. section, that whole mm-hmm. sequence where he was little bitty with
2: the horse and the horses chasing him, I'm mm-hmm. assuming none of that was in the book, right? Because I don't remember that. No, that just felt like a no. like you said, it's right? A, yeah, that it's, was it's an odd. 3D exercise, uh, and I ha- I hate that, but that part takes me out of the movie every time. It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. It is odd.
2: It's
3: weird. Um, Even so, well, my there daughters are a watching of sequences like that there are a couple of places where it's like this uh, here we got an action sequence it's like are are we just really trying to to wake up the kids in the audience who are bored by this you know uh, victorian language and
1: Mm -hmm. and, and
3: the way they're telling this this archaic story but i I, mark do you think it's the most faithful
0: oh yeah yeah i I would assume i would assume so i mean just the the way what i remember liking was the Ghost of christmas past and we talked about that earlier and i remember watching this movie and thinking oh so they actually did it the way it was described in the book um or as much as possible um and i looked i just looked that paragraph up while we were doing a trailer and he 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 does he's like got everything kind of shines on him and what dr mike said was accurate but then he also says he kind of shifts in and out like you can see one hand sometimes just a disembodied head like it's a flame like actually coming in and out of vision as well Mm -hmm. um and i like that they did i like they had jim carrey do the go the two ghosts the past and present um that was him as well because it's it's almost like his own life you know obviously he's seeing these these visions of his own life in addition to the cratchits but it makes sense that he's haunted by his own past and his own present and his own future
2: Mm -hmm. when i like it you know it's a it's I guess it still could be a kids' movie, but I I felt that they went darker, way darker. Oh yeah, super did. dark. Especially like having the the children that uh, with Ghost of Christmas Future, like the ignorance and want. I I I like that part. It's it's it came you know again my I'm kids my kids were freaked book. out. Well, and I, I I imagine they would be because it's a very creepy, weird thing to see. Like and and the first time I watched that, I was not expecting. I'm like, oh, what is what's going on with that? But it's like, okay, that's got to be from the book. And yep. And it's it's pretty fascinating like i you know i i like i like that whole sequence like pretty much but like i said for me it's that that horse chasing sequence just really
0: takes me out every time i watch it but for the, well it feels out of character because they did add it it's like you know they're trying to they're trying to be so true to it and then they they slip up but i but i it's really like so, jim carrey in it a lot i liked
2: colin firth as the nephew i really liked him too there i mean they, yeah great dramatic acting in the beginning i
0: really like both of them which is funny because i don't like jim carrey is fine but it, he's my least favorite part of this movie i mean i like him but it's like you know everything else about it i love uh er oldman playing cratchit and he also played marley right mm-hmm. yeah but oh that was the what? that's the one really weird scene when marley's mouth comes down and he's like like clipping it like a oh, trap yeah, up oh yeah that is weird and I was like, that was just not well done, but. That is weird. That was kind of goofy. Yeah. And then, but the ghosts, like, the
2: ghosts are the ones to me that looked the least realistic when you get into that uncanny valley, like the, the face on the candle and then the um, Marley's ghost. I just thought they're, like, Marley's ghost had those kind of dead eyes like they had in Polar Express out of all the yeah. characters. That's what reminded me of that
0: the most. You, you mean the ghost had dead eyes, Charles? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, you're right. I'm just pointing yeah. out that ghost. That was, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm with, you. I'm with you. I'm with you.
2: Dead eyes as far as animation. I wasn't even trying to be a fun.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know. But 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 it's um, like
2: that because, you know, you said, like you said, you don't like the Polar Express. It's unwatchable. And part of that, I think for me, when I watch it is because their eyes just they, they don't move and they just look so flat like doll's eyes. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, I think they did a better job except for the the marley ghost i just think the eyes just they kind of just stared off and didn't move and they looked weird to me but but maybe they did that intentionally maybe that's right maybe they they were thinking it's a dead
0: ghost so i don't know redundant thing i don't know but man i love i can't remember if i mentioned it during the trailer or or on the air but the way he's throwing the weights around was so cool (laughs) and they don't do with any of the other ghosts of of Oh, of Marley! On. it's come like...
3: On. Alec Guinness was trying that in Scrooge. <laughs> but again, but again, when the, you know he he does that thing where he throws the 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 He's cash like, box and it like goes way out in front of the screen. It's like, okay, this is obviously for a 3D IMAX. Yeah, yeah, it was. You know, yeah, the, the scene that's
0: that's supposed to be jump out. There, right are there a couple of shameless uh, shameless yeah. moments. Yeah, and I did. I, like I
1: saw this when it came out in theaters in 3D, and I felt like I wanted to throw up. I, it was so. <laughs> I, I don't do very well in 3D movies anyway, but it, this was like, I think Avatar had just come out and this, I don't know if they were trying to match it or if it was just the next movie yeah. that I saw after Avatar, but I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> should, you should watch a uh, Friday the 13th part 3. That's the best 3D movie. <laughs> oh i've never found 3d movies enjoyable at all no. it's always gimmicky and not See, really I, 3d looking i like them at
2: home better than i do in the theater because in the theater i feel like the glasses make it so dark in that room at least yeah well, i don't know but
0: while we were watching the trailer i was i was looking up zemeckis because it said from the director of back to the future i had no idea like i could not have named a single zemeckis film other than oh, these three the three D then they're amazing yeah
2: cast and all and sorts young. of varied
0: stuff yeah, yeah i would have sworn forrest gump was um who did he did castaway as well mm-hmm. so yeah castaway forrest i would have sworn castaway Back was to uh, who's opie the the director that played opie ron and howard. And yeah ron howard i would have i would have swore up and down that that castaway was ron howard hmm. but anyway i don't know why
2: but zemeckis i mean yeah he's to a ton of really good films yeah it, it, did we we talked about what lies beneath right wasn't that on our halloween this year yeah he did that yeah. one as well
4: mm-hmm.
2: nice
3: all right well i have i have a question for you guys so you've seen all these versions are there any other notable noteworthy outstanding versions of a christmas carol that that you think um are are worth mentioning as hey why wasn't this on the list because i have i have one or two
2: I, I definitely do. I
3: like but I would for love me, to hear what I, else you got. I
2: wanna like I wanna add the Patrick Stewart because 'Cause I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure I've seen that like on T B S or something a long time ago. I don't know. It was a made for T V one, so that's definitely one for me.
3: Yeah, that one I have not seen. And there's a George I C. Seen Scott that one. Mark, do you guys have The George I, C. Scott one was the one I wanted to mention. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, as a kid, that was like, wow, that's really I mean they they went deep into making it very faithful and uh and he to me is like the definitive scrooge like you're talking about uh uh michael cain and to me george c scott is like you know the right age and he does a good job of being you know surly and unpleasant and and uh you know that, that's a really good one uh, yeah,
2: and i don't know if i've seen that one um what it was is that from the 70s or is it uh, 84. 84
3: i 80s. think it was also made for tv
2: um i want to well, say like, like a like a mini series well, we should definitely we put went, those on part two and then there was something else we said i wasn't one, waiting
0: yeah i went to barnes and noble and they had a uh, henry winkler version oh yes that looks <laughs> terrible but I, I gotta watch it you know i was like we gotta do that one he's like it, just on even on the back cover it's like this terrible old makeup they put on him you can tell mm-hmm. and pure white hair and i really want to watch it nice. it's gonna be great yeah.
2: I have that picture.
0: I'd like to do the 1935 one because it's it's one of the first that came out, um, one of the first movie versions. It was it was fairly interesting. There were a couple parts that I enjoyed and didn't enjoy about it. Well, yeah, there's
2: a few from that that period, I think. And um, I, I got that, I got the picture of the case you sent us. I don't know if we can see that on the screen, but
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah, oh, bushy eyebrows. <laughs>
2: yeah, there he <it> goes. <laughs> Henry Winkler. It's an American Christmas Carol is what it's called. It's set, it's he set looks, in New York. He
3: looks a little like Joe Biden.
0: <laughs> well, oh no trumped oh, by. You, you were right oh we got to have a president off oh,
2: man. but that one but that one takes place in new york so i'm wondering how that's going to be because that because there is another one i don't really know if this would count but there's a um oh god it's a conservative version it's it's i think it's called an american christmas carol or an american carol and it's it's, but it's set during Fourth of July, but it's the same thing. It's like all these conservative ghosts of whatever changing a liberal filmmaker's position. I, I, we should, <laughs> we should be able to, because it's basically a take on Michael Moore. It's, it's, it's Chris Farley's brother in real life. His real life brother plays this Michael Moore type character. And like, I think Bill O'Reilly is one of the ghosts, and so is Kelsey Grammer. And so oh, wow. I, I want to throw that oh on the list. Goodness. I don't know if that fits though, because it's, it's not about Christmas, but it's obviously inspired by the story. That is crazy.
0: Looks like there's a Kelsey Grammar musical one
3: too.
2: Yeah, there is too, but he's also awesome.
3: <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. So I I see oh, also, you know, you talk about the first one from 35 or whatever. I see a a it's a British short silent film from 1901. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, so there's called, there's some of those Marley that I would see on those. And and, and and like, there's only two minutes of it that survive, or something like that. And there's the TV series, the recent TV
2: series we were talking about. That's like, like that looks really bad. That yeah, looks super really, like. Well, it looks dark. I don't know if I don't yeah. know. But so there's a ton out there. I yeah, feel like well, I feel like we can at least do two or three or one or two more parts and have like part three. Yeah. We can make it a part four, like we do with the Lethal Ladies.
1: is that a transition i smell charles a
0: little little bit a little bit well for those watching live you can can hang around for the next installment the 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 next part our final installment of the lethal lady series which is ironically uh, the last uh, movie i think charles (laughs) is the first movie to mention the acronym is that correct yeah. I, <laughs> like they don't use the acronym until the very last movie. Like 16 movies later. <laughs> yeah. They change
2: the organization they work for in pretty much every movie.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they so don't like, change like, the actors.
2: They just change like the Like movie. when we get those posted, I, I want to hear what you think about them. Because <laughs> oh, I don't think <laughs> I've posted, posted any of those yet for people that listen to like Apple or iTunes or whatever. Yeah, so. No, they haven't come out yet. Yeah. They're only. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, uh, Yes, so we'll we'll do that. Uh, well, not us. It'll be Charlie, Charlie and Marky,
0: Wichita, Wichita right. cousins. And The cousins will be back, uh, and uh, but anything else to say before we uh, outro yeah. this one? Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, yes, I'm agreeing with you. But I don't have anything else to say. Well, although, Kelly, although I hope it's you. <laughs> it is the
0: end
2: of the year. La- it's our Merry last Christmas one. Of this, to everybody, it's, this is only—is this Kelly's second one to do this year?
0: Is that I right? think so? Yeah.
2: Oh, man. She's looking confused. It, I don't know. It doesn't
1: feel like that. I feel like I've done a bunch of them, but I, I guess I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what it's what one, is time? Hey, it's
2: been, it's two been any Sedaris movies.
0: Did. You haven't watched any of the Sedaris movies, so you haven't missed no. much. Let's see. We did. Hold on. We did um, 31 Days of Horror recap.
1: Mm-hmm. That's it, right?
0: Satanic. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And Satanic and the, the one before was that Christmas. was Satanic December
1: 24th. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Yep wow wow that was that really blowing my mind i mean it it's not like you have like anything important
2: going on jeez yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, but even with all that i feel like I, I don't know i guess i just am used i don't know well don't then know. we'll see what happens I well this is not like,
0: uh, this I isn't have like to we've done our- more charles we've done like three other episodes well, of, I haven't posted of Playboy of Bunny movies.
2: Yeah, we'll Playboy play Bunny movies. No, but but I, I yeah, I mean, I I'll, if we have to, we'll pull another one of those guys movies out of the list. <laughs> Who, who's to say? Maybe who's we'll to watch uh, Larry Flint movies or something. I don't know. No, <laughs> well,
0: you and Dr. Mike can.
2: No, I just, I meant movies based I don't, I don't know.
0: Bring back no. Micah, bring back Topher. Oh, God. Literally anybody but me, Charles. <laughs>
1: And i we don't want to the- watch any more oh, of these Kelly, my you, wife. Have
2: to, you have done the here and there by the way
1: yeah maybe that's what i'm thinking of yeah
2: you what were
0: you saying about your wife mark you can't watch them in front of them oh just south sal- my wife was like should should i be stepping into like <laughs> <laughs> my so,
2: yeah, wife thought not they, really i was watching them with my wife and she thought they were hilarious like she like they, they were well, so yeah. bad it's the dialogue Sorry. and it's like oh uh, yeah. Anyway, right. we'll talk we'll save, save it, Charles. Save will, the save the, the commentary. Oh right. well, yeah, it's all it's yeah. <laughs> I meant that for all, all right. of the well. movies, not just the ones we're talking about tonight. By the way, yeah. So. yeah. All right, guys. Well, you want to do the outro? And oh, by yeah. the way, thank you for being part of this. uh Scrooge and uh,
1: yes, Scrooge <laughs> that. Right. So.
2: That's
3: that's my other version that should be mentioned. Oh is
1: yes, the, uh, we need to put
3: movie. that on there. Oh, I did. Yeah, I was. I meant to say that that's, that's oh, and you mentioned I like
2: uh I, I forgot to say when you were talking about jim carrey's face and all that uh my daughter when she was watching that with me she's like she's like what is uh what does Scrooge's face look like that what, what's going on scrooge, what does scrooge mcduck's face look like that i'm like I'm like that's well, not his face just question, scrooge it's not it's
0: you know. the long part supposed to be a, uh, his nose on his chin this <laughs> is really funny all right all right there you go mark outro well you can catch us live on Facebook or listen to the replay on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube by searching good, bad podcast, all one word, or head over to our website, It's just awesome.com. But wherever you check us out, please be sure to like and subscribe because it really does help. And uh, I'm Mark. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And our special guest is
1: Mike. Right. Dr. Mike.
3: Have a good one, How guys. guys. Uh, uh, Merry for Christmas. All all
2: happy right. holidays. Everybody. Happy yep. New Year. All that good stuff. Go we'll spread cheer. All right.
3: Bye.
1: Bye.